Japan's eighth studio album, Tasmania, was released into the world today, exploring themes of global warming, shame, and self responsibility. The album is rich with luxurious, funky prog pop, made even crispier though, with the production and mixing skills of Kevin Parker of Tame Impala. Jay Watson from the band joins us on the line. Jay, welcome to New and Approved. Hi there, how are you? Good, good, thanks. Uh, straight off the bat, how does it feel for Tasmania to be out in the world?、Uh, it's great. I mean, we,、um, we recorded it like two summers ago, and then it sat there for a year, and then we mixed it maybe a year ago. So it's been quite a while since, <laughs> since we started it. What do you think the、uh, kind of delay was with starting and then kind of giving it out into the world?、Uh, part of the, the initial delay was, I think,、um, waiting for, to mix it with Kev. I'm not sure if he was. Busy, a combination of him being busy and also not being bothered to start mixing it, probably, <laughs> to be honest. And then,、uh, and then the next delay was because we,、um, it takes a while to put records out in general, but、yeah. there was a song on the album that had a, a sample and we couldn't get it cleared, so we had to take it off. And because the titles are on the album cover and all that stuff and vinyl pressing and all that,、um, we had to delay it to take the song off the album.、Um, It was quite a long album originally. It was almost an hour.、Wow. So、it might have been for the best, but the song we took off was like kind of one of the, like in our top sort of three on the album. So that was、yeah. a real bummer. But that's all right. We might put it on SoundCloud one day or something. Yeah, like an awesome B side、yeah. that we、yeah. can enjoy later on. Yeah, we just can't. It's annoying. We can't put it on streaming things or iTunes or anything, of course, because it's.、Um, It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to avoid as many illegal things as possible,、yeah. I think. We made the mistake of, of, of sampling one of the highest selling like, recording artists of all time, I think. So,、uh, oh, wow. <laughs> so, we, so, so that was probably where we went wrong. We should have got a bit more obscure, but、um, so、that's all right. <laughs> Ke- Kevin Parker's been a long time contributor with Pond, producing their studio albums and even mixed this latest album as well. With this being the eighth album you guys have put out, what was it like reconvening with Kevin and the band for an eighth time? Well, he hasn't really, he, he mixed, he's only actually mixed a few of them.、Um, I think the last three we've done with him, maybe the last four, I can't remember. It's just good because I think everyone we plan to do it completely ourselves. And then we kind of just realised that we're、um, too close to it to kind of discern what are good ideas and what aren't good ideas, you know? And also because it's, it's music by committee, you know, it's constant sort of disagreements. So, so to have someone there to,、um, to go say, oh, objectively, I think this is a good idea or isn't a good idea is quite handy, I think.、Mm. Otherwise, we would probably just kind of, you know, discuss amongst ourselves whether or not we should use that bass sound until we don't actually, like, Anything. So it's good to have someone to like kind of go, no, I think that one's the way to go. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing he brings to it. I think a lot of the, the sound of the drums and stuff is definitely from him, but I think a lot of the production stuff that gets attributed to him comes from、um, Nick or Joe or myself. It's like a, it's a funny one, but, but I think it's、uh, invaluable that like, his, his help, you know. Musically, how has Tasmania transformed its. Ecosystem of sounds per se.、Uh, it, it feels like there are more electronic textures, particularly the track Shame, which is, is pretty experimental for a track on this album.、Uh, how, how do you think Tasmania kind of created this ecosystem? Well, that song is pretty much all, I think, like Nick、uh, in the box, we call it, you know, where it's like a digital, like all plugins, you know,、mm. on Ableton. So that's probably, the, that's probably, yeah, you'd have to ask him, but that's probably the most, I guess you could say, digital song we've ever made. 
the rest uh, often a mix of stuff we've done at on um, demo, you know, like on Ableton, and then mixing that with stuff on tape, or, or you know, replacing the, the plug-in synths with real analog synths and stuff. But it's a real mix. Some songs, yeah, some songs are completely not on this record, but with Pond, some are completely live to tape, and then some are like that one is, is literally just Nick on a laptop, pretty much, and barely, um, you know, and barely using any real instruments at all. But I think. I think in the same way that I think music, uh, you know, records, I, I like music artists where every song sounds completely different because I think it reflects, like, their personalities more. And I think it's the same with, like, recording mediums. I think um, I used to be a bit scared of things being too digital. But now I think it's important to have a kind of a good mix of every possible, you know, way of recording because I think it represents, like, the, the, the current time, you know. Yeah. It's a bit disingenuous to just record in a completely retro manner all the time. There's a tune on the album called Burnt Out Star. On your 2014 album, Man, It Feels Like Space Again, uh, there was a jam called Elvis Flaming Star. Are these songs linked or upon just astrology fans? <laughs> I think, I, I don't know, I think the, the Flaming Star, I think they're, they're both my titles, but I think Flaming Star is a, re- is a record but I saw in like a tiki bar, like, like a Hawaiian tiki bar. <laughs> It was called Elvis's Flaming Star, and then the Burnout Star. I guess I always just like the um, the you know that is pretty sounds pretty dumb, but the duality of stars being stars, and also like you know like sports stars or pop stars, or you know what I mean. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't know. I kind of uh, like. I think it. Um, it's a fairly obvious entendre, but I like that as a concept. If we're talking about the stars, I think a big thing that comes up in this album is the planet and sort of like the doomed fate that it's it's quite melodramatic but also real like the doomed fate this planet has with lyrics such as i might go and shack up in tasmania before the ozone goes and paradise burns in australia who knows which is from the title track tasmania what brought on this sort of strong expression for the changing environment and what should we do before we all burn in australia I don't know. I think there's references to that sort of thing of the la- from like all the last few Pond albums and kind of all our solo albums. Actually, I didn't really realise, but you go back and there's there's, there's there's little ones everywhere. I guess Nick wrote the bulk of these lyrics, and I guess he was just thinking about it a lot. It's I don't know. It's it's the sort of thing that you kind of don't think about too much if you stay in the one place. But if you when we we spend so much time just kind of going around to different places and just seeing how different parts of the world live. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I think uh, it's not, not, none of it's supposed to be profound in any way, and it's not like groundbreaking stuff, it's just kind of trying to vent your inner thoughts. There's not even really any solutions <laughs> involved, you know. It's, I think honest songwriting's just got to be, you know, projecting stuff that you've been mulling over recently, and if that's what you've been thinking about, then that's... Uh, that's what you've got to write about, you know. Yeah. In the in the same way that if you if people who go through breakups and then that's all they can think about for six months yeah. and that's what their records are about. I I feel like there's enough like you know breakup records in the world. Let's talk uh, about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if there's any real um, solution other than kind of just doing your bit when you can. I don't yeah. think we're particularly safely environmentally. I think we I think we're I don't think we're too bad on the spectrum of. Um, of uh, 
what do you call it? Greedy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I, don't, I think we're pretty good, but we're not. We definitely don't. We definitely don't. Know. I mean, put it this way, we spend most of our lives flying around the world in aeroplanes, which I'm pretty sure is the worst, worst one you can do, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> so I don't know, but I think it's just, um, I think it's just if it's something that you've been thinking about a lot, that you, you owe it to your own art to, to write about that and not about something that you haven't been thinking about very much. Yeah. Speaking of travelling, uh, you are touring the record over the next few weeks, kicking off with shows this weekend and hitting the Croxton in Melbourne on Thursday, 7th of March. What are you most excited about for the tour? I think just playing new songs and it's always the most fun bit of, of playing live is the first kind of two months after you put out an album because you get to play new songs and you should slowly see people kind of respond to them mm. uh, the more for the longer the record's been out. I love playing all our songs, but after kind of two years of playing the same one, it can get a bit boring, you know? <laughs> yeah. So everyone's always, like, really excited to sort of be in the band again. And that's probably why we keep putting so much music out as well, because if we're going to keep hustling and touring, it's good to... um, It's just good to play new stuff and feel, like, positive about the direction that the band's going in. That's true, but I think also with tours, with new songs, it's always good, especially for fans when they want to revisit slightly older jams as well. Is there a chance, because the new album is called Tasmania, you might add Colder Than Ice and the Edge of the World to your set list to thematically complement that album title? We were doing we were doing Edge of the World for ages. Um, we tried Colder Than Ice for about a week, and it just didn't really work. I'm not sure Aww. why. <laughs> Sometimes they don't work. Ponds have a real problem whereby we put out singles or, like, make kind of really catchy pop songs, and then we can't play them live. (laughs) (laughs) But we can often play the kind of... We can often play the, like, deep cuts really well and play that, which, you know, it doesn't necessarily provide that much enjoyment for people who, like, want to hear the pop songs. I think think this set we've got at the moment is, like, you know, it, it, it would have sort of six of our biggest eight songs on Spotify or whatever. You know what I mean? So I think, I think we're doing pretty well in terms of, um, we, we, we definitely don't deliberately try to be obtuse with the set. We, <laughs> we like want we want people to party. Yeah. Like Colin sure. we tried. Maybe again one day. It's a pretty kind of creepy song. <laughs> <laughs> creepy Perth song. <laughs> but, but, so it's, and it's a bit goofy, but I don't know. I think it's a good pop song. Tonight we're going to be playing a track, Daisy. Uh, how would you like people to listen to this song? I'm not sure. In any way they want, really. Cool. I think I think some of Nick's best lyrics he's ever written. I think they're they're, they're very sort of evocative and yeah. um, and I don't know, kind of Australian, but without being. I don't really like this sort of deliberately over the top Australianism, Australiana sort of stuff. Oh, we're big fans of this guy Robert Wyatt. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but I feel like they're 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 kind of. A lot of Nick's lyrics remind me of him. He's English, but the same way that he writes about England, Nick writes about Australia. You should check him out. He's he's amazing. I definitely will. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Well, maybe after we listen to Daisy by Pond, which is on your new album, Tasmania. Jay, thank you so much for coming on Sin 90.7 FM with us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.